This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, June 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Stop food waste. Save water. More recycling policies coming. And ag groups put number on climate research needs. Blumenfeld. Stopping food waste can save the planet. And water. About 25% of the nation's fresh water is used to produce food that is thrown into the landfill. That according to Cal EPA Secretary Jared Blumenfeld, who took part in a political climate event yesterday. This could help the state as it is in the midst of another drought while also helping to reduce emissions, he explained. We've got an exceedingly crazy amount of food waste and people going hungry, said Blumenfeld. And that's a super pollutant. Methane is 70 times more potent to greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide. Now keep in mind, as the secretary spoke, the Air Resource Board launched the first of its workshops for updating the state's climate scoping plan. Researchers pointed out that Cal Recycle has recently finalized regulations requiring the diversion of 75% of food waste from landfills by 2025. The agency has also set a goal of recovering at least 20% of edible food that is destined for landfills. Food waste is second to dairies in the amount of methane emissions released in California. The state's dairy digester program, however, has led to a 30% reduction in greenhouse gas emissions across all 70 pollutant reduction programs. Next, Lumenfell said the next big frontier is packaging. He pointed to a ballot initiative for 2022 that would levy a one-cent fee on every piece of plastic sold, raising about $5 billion a day. If you map that out nationally, there's a huge source of opportunity, he said. We estimate we could create about 100,000 good remanufacturing jobs in California, which have gone to places that are incinerating plastic waste or putting it in the ocean. Lumetville plans to ensure that eventually everything sold in California can be reused or recycled. USDA to spend $4 billion plus on supply chain issues. The Agriculture Department says it will spend more than $4 billion to address supply chain issues in the farm sector, highlighted by the COVID pandemic and the recent cyber attack on meatpacker JBS. What we really need is a transformational change in order to build back better our food system and our ag system, one that is economically, environmentally, and nutritionally more resilient and fairer and more open. That Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack on a call with reporters yesterday. The funds will go, quote, to strengthen the food system, support food production, and improved processing, investments in distribution and aggregation, and market opportunities, the department said in its announcement. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. Biden and the Hill told $40 billion needed for ag research. We'll have more on that story after this. Registration is now open for the 2021 AgriPulse Food and Agriculture Policy Summit West. AgriPulse editor Sarah Wyatt says 
California's ag future is at stake. Between the water shortages and the regulatory burdens and the labor shortages and trying to come back after COVID, how California is going to continue to be competitive. The summit features views from a diverse group of government, environmental, regulatory, and agriculture leaders. The take-homes will be about how California agriculture is resilient through all these tough times that they're finding new and innovative ways to succeed and to come together and be part of that solution. Make plans to attend the AgriPulse Food and Agriculture Policy Summit West Monday, July 12th at the Grand Sheraton, Sacramento. Virtual registration is also available at www.agripulse.com. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. Well, a broad array of national and state farm organizations is now appealing to Congress and the Biden administration to provide $40 billion in new funding for climate-related and ag research infrastructure. The group wants the money included in a climate and infrastructure package the president's trying to get through Congress. This once-in-a-generation opportunity to significantly fund food and agriculture research, innovation, and infrastructure is crucial for the United States to reclaim our global lead in food and agriculture science and and rise to meet today's crises and those in the future. That's from farm groups and separate letters to President Joe Biden and congressional leaders. President Biden has ended negotiations with a group of senior Republicans over the infrastructure package. The lead GOP negotiator, Shelley Moore Capital, announced that development in a call after a call with President Biden yesterday. But the White House said that the president talked separately yesterday with GOP Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana and two swing Democrats, Joe Manchin of West Virginia and Kirsten Simita of Arizona. Biden will be in contact with those legislators by phone while he's in Europe, said White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. Capitol complained that Biden continued to insist on funding infrastructure with tax increases. Propazine being phased out and Aldicarb hit with court ruling. The registration of the herbicide Propazine is being canceled at the request of the manufacturer, EPA says. Used in sorghum in Texas, Kansas, and Oklahoma, the product manufactured by Alba Incorporated will be phased out over the next year. The Environmental Group Center for Biological Diversity called the announcement good news, citing an EPA analysis showing the use of the chemical was, quote, likely to adversely affect 64 different threatened or endangered species. Alba did not respond to a request for comment. In the meantime... The U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit on Monday vacated EPA's registration of Aldicarb for use on Florida oranges and grapefruits because the agency did not perform an endangered species consultation. Earlier this year, Florida rejected an application to use the insecticide to combat citrus greening. Senate Ag preparing hearing on cattle market. Top Republican of the Senate Agriculture Committee, John Bozeman, says the panel's leadership is working toward holding a hearing on cattle pricing as soon as possible. Bozeman told AgriPulse yesterday, quote, what I would like to do is get people that are very respected by everyone on a panel to see if we can find common ground. Well, Senator Grassley of Iowa, Deb Fisher of Nebraska, Cindy Hyde-Smith of Mississippi, they met with Bozeman and Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow on Monday night. Grassley told reporters that he hoped a hearing would come before August. 
Stabenow said they're still deciding on a date. And by the way, Representative Vicki Hartzler, a Missouri Republican, introduced a bill similar to Fisher's Senate Cattle Market Transparency Bill yesterday. Hartzler's bill would require minimum cash trade levels, expand packer reporting, and create a contract library. Hartzler also joined several of her colleagues in a letter to the Department of Justice asking for a civil investigation into the nation's top four meat packers. And one note, well, the committee has set a vote for Thursday on Jeannie Sims Hip, Biden's nominee to become USDA's general counsel. She is not expected to have any trouble seeing Senate approval. Here's today's They Said It. By providing solutions to short and long-term challenges, research makes our food and agriculture sectors a powerhouse of the U.S. economy. That's the word of farm groups and their letters asking for $40 billion in new research funding. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, June 9th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.